Hey guys, welcome back to Handling It. I'm your host, Catherine, and as you know, I thought I had my life all figured out, and then I realized I actually didn't. But I'm handling it. And one of the best ways I've learned how to do that is to talk with others about how they're handling their own lives. Well, here we go, everybody, our season finale. What an extraordinary, impactful, and fun second season this has been. Between athletes, authors, actors, restaurant owners, CEOs, I've had the pleasure of speaking and connecting with so many remarkable individuals this season, and I hope that there were some episodes that you found helpful or meaningful as well. For me, going back to school to pursue another degree and moving to another country, 2021 has been a year of big changes so far. And I am just personally so thankful for the guests who have come on and shared their advice and you, the listeners, that I've been able to connect with on social media. I've taken so much away from this season and I cannot wait to continue the conversations in season three. But today, for the final episode of the season, the lovely and insightful Madison Pruitt is joining us to chat about her debut novel, Made for This Moment, standing firm with strength, grace, and courage. Some of you may know Maddie from her time as a finalist on the 24th season of ABC's The Bachelor, but you may not know that before her time on the show, Maddie earned her Bachelor of Science degree in communications from Auburn University in 2018, as well as her certificate in ministry and pastoral leadership through Highlands College. She even started her career working as a foster parent recruiter in Birmingham, Alabama in 2019. Now a public speaker and an author, Madison has a passion for inspiring and motivating others to stay true to themselves, no matter what challenges or criticism they may face. In Made for This Moment, Madison details problems she's faced in relationships, career situations, and even on social media. She teaches readers how to tap into and utilize the confidence and bravery within themselves. And she reminds us that the present is our time and our moment that we were made for. I truly enjoyed this book and I am so excited to have Maddie on to chat more about it. So let's get into it. You know what to do, turn up the volume, get comfortable, and I hope you enjoy. Maddie, I am so excited to have you on and chat about this new book. But before we get into all that, how have you been? How's your summer been? Okay, well, thank you so much for having me on. This is so exciting. And I'm just so pumped to be here, excited to talk about, you know, this book. And this is a message that's been on my heart for so long. So I'm so excited to talk about it. And thank you for having me. I've been good. It's been busy. I'm in Dallas now, no longer an Alabama girl. So I'm in Dallas now and just getting settled here and getting ready for this book. So I just feel like it's been a lot going on with that. A lot of moving parts. I feel like even though I live in Dallas, I'm never in Dallas. So (laughs) I'm just all over the place. But that was one of my biggest drawing factors to come to Dallas was that they have an amazing airport. So I was like, this works out perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and you had a pandemic move. I feel like a lot of people have been like moving throughout the pandemic, which is cool and fun. Like I'm all for people trying new things, going to new places. So how was that whole process for you? 
You know, when I first got here, it was actually pretty difficult just because like you said, you know, it was in the middle of the pandemic. Um, Dallas had actually just gone through, I don't know if you like heard about this, but they had just gone through this like weird cold front that came through that like froze the roads and like it was wild snow everywhere. And so I actually came out here like right after that. So it was a lot going on. Furniture like was not coming in. I mean, it just, it was a lot happening at one time. Um, but it has been really, really amazing. And just the girl that I live with, like we've gotten really close. And so that's been beautiful being able to like be with such an amazing person and like coming to a new place, you know, obviously a lot is going to be kind of predicated on like the people that you're around. And so I feel like that has been really, really important. And then I've just tried a bunch of new churches that have been awesome. Still trying to get like my feel for here, but so far it's been pretty good. It's definitely been weird. Like you said, with everything with COVID, but for the most part, it's been really awesome. Great. Yeah, I know. I went from, I was living in New York up until November and then I moved back to Pennsylvania um, because I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So like I totally get sort of bouncing between places and like trying to get your footing and start a normal life. But we're also in the middle of a pandemic. It's, it's difficult to say the least. Yeah, totally. But you figure it out, you adapt and you learn. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Well, I am so excited to chat about this new book. I I'm curious, I guess, how did the whole process come about? Um, Made for this moment, by the way, is the title. And I'm curious because in the book, you talk a lot about your journey on The Bachelor. For those who don't know, you are on season 24 of The Bachelor on ABC. And you talk a lot about that experience in your book, but also just your childhood, growing up, your faith, your family background, all of that. So I guess what led you to write the book? I love this question because I feel like it's actually not what people think. I think a lot of people just assume, you know, I came off The Bachelor and they're like, let me write a book. (laughs) And it's actually crazy because I started writing the book over two years ago. And I was actually just graduated college and I was living in Birmingham, Alabama at the time working for a foster care organization and I was working from home. So I had a good bit of like flexibility, free time and just really felt in that season. I was going through a lot. I talk a lot about it in the book, but I was kind of going through a lot just personally and felt like I was supposed to start writing. And I didn't know why I thought at first I was like, oh, this is like, you know, it's a blog. I'm going to use this later for something like maybe I'll share it with a a group of people or something. I had no idea what it was going to turn into. I didn't even know it was going to turn into a book, but I just felt like I was supposed to start writing. And so that was back in like 2018. And I started writing and just kind of doing it from a place of like, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Then when I ended up getting the call to go on The Bachelor, obviously I was not writing during that time. (laughs) Um, And then when I came back off of the show was when I really felt like I was supposed to start writing again. But I did change kind of like how the book was laid out. So originally I was writing more from a place of sharing a lot about my own personal life and how I had made these plans for my life and how God kind of redirected it and took it in a totally different direction than what I ever imagined. And now I feel like the book has totally shifted, even though exactly what I was writing about, I kind of lived out in my own personal life because I was writing about how you make these plans for yourself and then God takes you in a totally different direction. And I had made all these plans for myself, never expected to go on The Bachelor and just saw my life be taken in a totally different direction. 
But then when I came off, I really started asking myself like, okay, if I'm going to write a book, like I want it to be something that is adding value to people. And I want it to be something that people are asking me and like wanting to know and are really looking for. And so I started really paying attention to a lot of the questions that I was being asked. So a lot of people were asking me, you know, in that environment, like, how were you able to stay true to yourself? How were you able to stand firm? How were you able to, you know, stand up for what you believe in and stay true to your convictions and beliefs, like all of those questions and so I had moms asking me, girls asking me, like all kinds of different people. And I was like, man, how can I take that and turn it into something where I can really answer a lot of those questions and just share my own personal experience and like what's worked for me and how I've learned through all of that, you know, what, what works. And so I was like, okay, let's do this. And so I just started writing and I came together with my team and I was like, okay, the verse that God laid on my heart before I ever went on the bachelor was this verse in the book of Esther in the Bible. And it talks about for maybe you have been called to this position for such a time as this. And it's a really incredible book in the Bible. If you guys who are listening, haven't read it, I really encourage you to go read it because it's such a profound book. And it's actually the only book in the Bible where God's name is never mentioned, which I think is kind of interesting. And so that was the verse that was laid on my heart before I ever went on the show. And then when I came off and I started thinking about writing again, and I was getting approached, you know, by different agencies to publish a book and stuff like that you know, we started talking about it as a team and I was like, okay, what's the modern way of saying for such a time as this? And that's where we came up with made for this moment. And it's just kind of honestly, just, I, I don't even know. Like I, I really, from that point, I was like, okay, I'm just going to sit down on my computer and I just going to start typing. And it all just started flowing. Like I just, I just felt like it was so God. Like I didn't even really have to, um, to try and figure out, you know, what do I want to talk about? What is this going to be? Like, it just kind of just all hit me and just started flowing. Yeah. Well, I think what I really loved about the book is that it's very relatable. Your story is very relatable. Like you have a very relatable life. And I love that, you know, so many of the things that you experienced are things that a lot of people experience to different extremes and different ways. But for the most part, I love that you talk about, you know, dealing with criticism, how to handle that graciously and, you know, also being courageous, living your life courageously and boldly. Um, and I love that you brought up the story of Esther. I had sort of forgotten about that. Um, terrible Christian. <laughs> I had sort of forgotten about that. Yeah. And it's such a great story. And I, I loved sort of um, like the empowerment within it, the courage within it yeah. um, and the bravery. But yeah. And you talk a lot about sort of facing your fears too. I mean, did you have any hesitations with writing the book? And I guess so was that one of your fears was putting your story out there for the world to sort of read? You know, what's crazy is I feel like going on the show, I had so many fears. Like I knew I was supposed to go on the show. I had no doubt in my mind that it was where I was supposed to be, but there were still so many what ifs, you know, what if this happens? What if this happens? What will people say? What will people think? And I went through so much during that time, like some serious stuff. And I talk about it all in the book, but just, went through a lot during that time of going on the show and then coming off of it and then it airing and just so much happened. Like you said, a lot of criticism, a lot of like a lot of really nice people, but just a lot. I mean, you're just battling with things that you never really had to face to this kind of a level. And so it was a lot for me. And I think when I started writing the book, you know, honestly, at that time when I started writing, I didn't really have 
many fears because I, I had already been through so much and I just felt like, okay, if I went through all of this, it wasn't for nothing. And I meant to like help somebody through all of this. And so I just started writing away, but I will say as I've gotten closer to the book launching, I think that a lot of fears have come back up and that's been so interesting because when I was writing, you know, I didn't really, I was just writing, you know, and I was in my, my little room in my confinement of my bedroom, comfortable, you know, I have my coffee, like just worship music on, like I was just writing away. And now it's like, oh my gosh, like people are actually going to be reading these words. And, you know, there's, of course, there's going to be opinions and there's going to be criticism and there's going to be hopefully a lot of people feeling encouraged and inspired. And it's just a lot, you know, and so your mind kind of takes you through a lot of different, a lot of different feelings and kind of a roller coaster of emotions. But I think for the most part, what I've tried to remind myself and how I try to live my life and how I would hope and pray that by the end of this book, that readers would live their life is that, you know, this life isn't about me and it never was. And I tried to live with the perspective of even when I was going on the show, even when I came off the show, even when I go and speak places, even when this book is going to be coming out, like I would hope that people would also have that same kind of just like urge of just, man, like this life is not about me. And my life is to encourage and to love on others and to make a difference and to do everything that I can while I'm here on this earth. And that's what I just have to remind myself. So like every time I'm feeling afraid and every time I feel just, I don't know, nervous or people are coming at me or whatever it is. And I feel misunderstood or I I just try and remind myself, like, this is so much bigger than me. This is all about glorifying God. And there may come some bumps in the road, but it's, again, it's all about like loving on other people and making a difference. And I just want everyone who reads my book just to walk away with that. And also just to realize like literally what the title is, is like, you were made for this moment. Like you are needed in this world, no matter what you've been through, no matter what you face, no matter what your story looks like, like you were just saying, you know, all of our stories are different, but they're also relatable in some way. Like my, I'm assuming that most of my readers probably haven't gone on a reality TV show, which is great. Love that for them. Um, but I do feel like things that I've struggled with and things that I've gone through are relatable because, you know, our struggles all are kind of intertwined, even though they may look different on the outside. And, you know, whether that's confidence, whether that's fear, whether that's comparison, or whether that's criticism from other people, whether that's facing our past and things that we've walked through or things that have been done to us, you know, I think we all have to overcome those struggles over and over and over again. And that's really just, I just want my readers to know, like, they're not alone in that, but also that like, it's time to like, no longer let those things stop us, but to like rise up and realize like you were made for this moment in time and you're needed and you're wanted. And so that was really just my heart in writing it and so much more that we can dive into, but that was really kind of my heart behind the book. And so I would say in writing it, to make the long answer short is that I was not really battling a lot of fear or anxiety or anything like that. But I do feel like as I've gotten closer to book launch, you know, there's definitely been a roller coaster of emotions. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love hearing sort of, I guess your story behind the title, right. Made for this moment. I love how you just broke it down. Um, and just the idea of living very pre- in, in the present moment and, you know, not letting the past drag you down and also not getting too caught up in the future. 
I, you talk a lot about, you know, working for things, hard work, dedication. You talk about preseason. Yeah. You said that, you know, preparation precedes opportunity. And I love that in the book, you know, not to spoil too much, but you get into talking about how, and I felt like this was the case too. You talk about how people sort of want that instant gratification, you know, people want fame now. I mean, who doesn't want to work hard and have their work shown? But I think it's such a gimme, gimme society sometimes that people want things now and, and like right now. (laughs) And, um, I think sometimes it's hard because not everybody wants to wait and, and sort of endure that journey. Um, but I like how you said that, that preparation really precedes, that really big opportunity and that success. Um, and, and we've talked about that before with just, it's the little wins along the way, the things you take away from that long journey that are really, you know, greater than that bigger picture in the end. So I, I love that you dive into that and, and that alone. Um, I'm curious for you, did you find any new things about yourself within writing the book? Um, I guess, what was your journey like there? I have, okay, I have so many thoughts. First of all, I do love that you pointed that out because that is one of the biggest takeaways from my book because it's all talking about like, how can you stand firm under pressure? Like, how can you stand firm with the whole world watching, with everyone around? And I talk a lot about it's what you do when no one's around that prepares you for when everyone's around and how preparation is important, how you spend your quiet and alone moments, your private time matters. And like you said, that it's the small moments that lead and prepare you and get you ready for the big moments. And that was one of the biggest questions was what people ask me is like, Maddie, how were you able to stand firm under pressure with the whole world watching? And I was able to say, because I was able to stand firm under pressure when no one was watching, I was able to make the hard decisions, put the right tools in the toolbox, invest in myself. Well, you know, build, like put things in place and just really take time to prepare and get ready when no one was around in my private and alone moments. So that when moments of pressure came and I didn't know when they were going to come, I didn't know how they were going to look. I didn't know what that was going to look like, nor do any of us. We don't know when we're going to get knocked down or when pressure is going to arise, when temptation is going to come at us. And that's why we have to be ready. And that's why we have to be prepared. And so, you know, I talk a lot about you know, being the way we respond to pressure matters, but the way that we prepare for that pressure matters just as much. And that's like one of the biggest, you know, I would say takeaways from the book. And I love that you pointed on that because like you said, I think so many people see like that ultimate goal or they see that person or they see that job or they see that thing or whatever it is. And they're like, I want that. Like, I want to get there. I want to be there, but they're not willing to go through what it takes to get there. And it's like, you have to realize you don't become Michael Jordan overnight right? Like you don't just wake up and you're like, Hey, I want to be Michael Jordan. So I'm going to be Michael Jordan. No, like there's a lot of sacrifice. There's a lot of decision disciplines. Like there's a lot of preparation that goes into practice before that ever happens, you know? And like you said, I think so many people just want that like instant gratification. Like, Oh, I just want to go viral. Oh, I just want to be famous. I just want to have money, power, authority, whatever it is. And even though that's not really the goal that we should be striving for, even if that is your goal, you're not going to just like, that doesn't just happen. Like there's certain decisions or certain things that you have to put into place in order to get there. And so I think it is um, something that's really important to talk about and something that not a lot of people like to talk about. And I would say, you know, one of the biggest things that I learned in writing this book 
Well, really a lot of things, but I would say one of the craziest things is as a writer, a lot of times you write from a place of like past experiences, but a lot of times as you're writing about them, you'll see how they become start becoming present experiences, if that makes sense. Like you start really feeling the weight of a lot of these things that you're writing about. And so things that I used to struggle with, you know, like whether that was comparison or fear, things that I used to struggle with a long time ago that I felt like I had really moved on from and I was in a really good place, I would start writing and like encouraging people, giving them the practical steps and how I overcame it. And then I would find myself struggling with it and having to overcome it and really like take my own advice if you want to know the truth. And so it's kind of been interesting to see how a lot of what I write kind of comes, um, I don't know, kind of comes to life in a lot of areas, good, good and hard, I guess. And, uh, and, and I love it actually, even though it's, it is really hard. It, I love it because it gives me the opportunity to have so much empathy for my reader and to really like take on their mindset of like what they might actually be walking through and facing when they're reading this, because I think it is easy just to like come from like your place and what you've been through, but it's like, no, how can I tap into what they're feeling? And, you know, like, is it that they're struggling with being confident and secure with, with who they are? Are they constantly wondering, like, is this all like that there is, is there more out there for me or will my past always keep me and hold me back? Like, you know, all of these thoughts that they're wrestling with and struggling with, like, I want to be able to empathize with them and meet them exactly where they're at and just encourage them. And so I would say that's been one of the, one of the biggest things, um, that I've learned and also just being so dependent on God. Cause I don't know, I would be like sitting at the computer and they would be like, my publishers would be calling me and they're like, Hey, um, you have to sit in this chapter in like two hours. And I'm like staring at like a blank word document and I'm like, cool, 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 cool. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, well, I need you in this moment. Like, what do we want to share with, like, what do we want to tell people? What do we want to share with people? And so, um, yeah, just a whole nother level of like faith and like dependence on God, um, was definitely required in writing this book. Yeah. I, I think it's so great to hear that because, you know, like I said, and like you said in the book, um, we really strive for those big moments. And in this case, that would be writing your book, writing your first book and putting that out there into the world. Like that's a huge accomplishment. It's a huge moment, but it's important to look at those little things you learned along the way and in, in the process right. about yourself and, and just how this book, this big accomplishment really shaped you. And I think you also, I wanted to point out, you talk about too, with just, you know, work ethic and everything. You say that right now you have to do what you don't want to do so that later you can be everything you dreamed you'd be. Mm. And I love that line because it's, it's really important. Like life is a lot of hard work and it's really easy to get discouraged when again, things aren't happening right at the time that you want them to. But at least for me, I've always been the kind of person that, especially during the pandemic, pandemic snapped me out of that, where I just kept thinking, you know, I got to accomplish this goal by this time, this goal by that time. And I was on a time crunch. I wanted to get things done. I wanted to accomplish things. And yeah, the pandemic just, I mean, I thought that was like God's way of saying, all right, you need to focus and relax first of all. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Take the time, like slow it down and just realize that now might not be the time for that. Mm. And now I might be on this journey that I don't necessarily know the end goal. Right. Right. But it's a fun journey to be on. And I, I feel like through just 
the past year alone, I, I've learned so much about myself and some of the goals that I thought I was going to have and accomplish before the pandemic, I didn't, but I ended up changing those. I realized maybe I didn't want those things. I want something else. And it, it's just, it's funny how that works, but it's definitely something to really, you know, pay attention to. Yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, one of the biggest things that I've learned through all of that, because I'm with you and that's happened to me so many different times, but I think, you know, the reason that so many, like we were saying earlier, so many never get to, and never reach their full potential. They never step into all that God has for them. One, because they're not willing to do what it takes to get there, but two, they don't really know what they value. They don't really know their priorities. And I think something that's so important, because I think that from this place, we make all of our decisions is from a place of what do I value? And I think when we learn to value what we want most over what we want right now in this moment, we're going to end up seeing ourselves later down the road being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm here. And it's because of all of those hard decisions and moments of choosing, I'm going to value what I want most in the long run, what I've waited for, what I've hoped for, what I've prayed for. I'm going to choose to value that over what seems so nice and like enticing and tempting right now in this moment. And that's something that has helped me so much in so many different areas of my life, whether that's being a sports, like whether that's playing sports, whether that's, you know, being in school, whether that's, you know, just trying to live like a Christian life and choosing holiness and purity and all of these things. Like that's something that I've had to continue to remind myself is okay. Right here in this moment, this chocolate chip cookie might look really good, but I'm going to end up regretting it later. And I'm going to be mad at myself for doing it, for eating it. But like, so many people don't even think that way. Like they're just like, Oh, chocolate chip cookie looks good. Let me eat it. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, let's take time to pre-decide what is best for us and what we want most. So that when moments of enticement or things that look good come, we can make a bigger decision rather than just whatever we feel in that moment. And I think so many just go off of their feelings, but then they find themselves later down the road. Like I said, where resentment comes in or anger comes in or frustration comes in. Cause they're like, dang it. I wish I wouldn't have made that decision. And it's like, well, we can take a step back and ask ourselves, who do I want to be? What do I value? What do I believe? And we make hard decisions outside of the heat and pressures of the moments. Then when moments of pressure come, we know already like who we are and what we want and what we need. And I think that most of the time we just, we don't think like that. Usually we just go off of like whatever's in front of us, whatever we're feeling. And then it ends up leading us down a road of resentment and regret. And I just don't want that for anyone. I want everyone to live a life that they're proud of. I want everyone to have a life that they are thriving in that they know, like, this is what I was made for. And I'm so proud of myself. And I just want everyone to get to experience that. And I think that's why sometimes you have to make the hard decisions now so that you can get what you've always dreamed of, of getting. And, um, and so, yeah, I love that you pointed on that. And I think that I learned that in such a real way in playing sports. Like with my dad being my coach, I talk a lot about that in my book. And like you mentioned earlier with preseason you know, that was something that I really had to learn. Like, okay, this isn't always fun in the moment. Like I'm not necessarily enjoying running laps up and down the court and, you know, having to sacrifice going on all these beach trips with my friends so that I can stay here and practice in the summer. Like that's not necessarily enjoyable. I don't necessarily want to do that, but it's going to set me up for the success and the goals and the hopes that I have down the road in the future. And ultimately like that is what I value the most. 
um, mm-hmm. versus like temporary fun or temporary gain or instant gratification. So I think that that is something that, especially like my generation, that that's something that we really struggle with. And I just want to help. I just want to help my sisters out. Like, I just, I just want them, I just want them to get to a place where they're just, like I said, they're so proud and they're so confident. Like they're so confident in who they are and in their decisions. Um, and it's not just flaky and fleeting based on their temporary feelings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think another thing I really loved about the book is the questions you sort of pose for readers, like getting everybody thinking, um, And I guess to your point about taking a step back and sort of reevaluating, I like that in the book, you explore sort of the idea of asking yourself, like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? And just like, what, you know, what are you doing here? And I think that's so important too, when it comes to those moments where you were just describing where it's like, is this worth it? (laughs) Is all this hard work worth it? Sometimes it's not. And that's why it's important to ask ourselves those things. And then other times it allows us to see, you know, what's ahead. Okay. I might not be enjoying this moment now, but it's preparing me for that moment in the future that it's, it's really going to feel good, whether it's winning that game or writing a book or, you know, we put in, we put in the long hours and it's really easy at times to get exhausted by that or to, you know, I, I always say too, we're tested. We're tested a lot as individuals and, it's sort of those make or break moments. If we let those obstacles get in our way too much, um, you know, sometimes we get discouraged with ourselves and we end up like quitting on our goal. So I think it's really important. I love that you sort of ask readers that, like, who do you want to be? Who do you want to become? Because that allows you to really tap into what are you doing? Whether it's your career, whether it's activities you do, the people you surround yourself with, Um, It really like gets you thinking about all those things and how they play into your life. So I loved that part. Yeah. And I think that that's all like, it plays a role in becoming a moment maker and becoming someone that is made for this moment and is ready to rise in courage and be like, this is who I am. And this is what I believe. And now I'm ready to go and make a difference. Now I'm ready to give back. Now I'm ready to serve other people and to add value to other people, which is what we were all created to do. But so many people don't get there. And I just want to help everyone learn to stand firm and strength and grace and courage and to know that they were made for this moment and be those moment makers. And like you said, like that's going to sometimes be, you know, where you have to take a step back and you have to ask yourself, like, what, what is the end goal here? Like who really, who am I? What's the point to all of this? Like, who do I want to become? Who do I want to be? And how do I live a life that I'm proud of and asking yourself those hard questions in order to get there, you know? And like, you can't, you can't just like, if we walk around aimlessly, like we're going to end up like somewhere we didn't expect to be. But if we know where we're going, like we, we can take steps every single day to get closer and closer to that. And it doesn't have to be these like sprint moments or these like huge, like big step moments, but just like small steps every day and being consistent with that will get you to that like dream and that goal that you've been hoping for and praying for, for so long. And I think so many people look over that because they just want, you know, the big moments, the big moments that everybody sees, the big moments that everyone affirms. And really it's doing the small things well and doing them consistently. And I think that it it is a choice. Like I just touched on, you know, a second ago with, with feelings. I think that you know, in order to be that person that you hope to be in order to do what you've, you've been called to do and what you long to do, like 
you're going to have to make some hard choices and you can't just let your feelings lead you, but you're going to have to choose like, okay, today I'm going to choose to, you know, take time for myself today. I'm going to choose to read this book today. I'm going to choose to make my bed today. I'm going to choose to go out and encourage someone like whatever it is, like making the choice today, I'm going to choose to go work out and making those choices every single day might come with some sacrifice of comfort or fun or ease or what everyone else is doing. You know, I'm going to choose to not go out and get blackout with my friends. Like I'm going to choose to like, you know, draw boundaries in this relationship. I'm going to choose, like, it's not always easy. It's not always fun. It's not what everyone is usually doing, but ultimately when you make those choices and you set aside, you know, you take that time to kind of step back and evaluate, like, who do I want to be? Where do I want to go? Then you can really create like a plan to set yourself up for success in that way. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to fail. You're not going to fall. You're not going to falter along the way. We all mess up. We all fall short. We're not perfect. And that's why I believe in like the, like serving a perfect God, because there is grace, you know, for the race that we're running. And I've learned that along the way is like, I have not been perfect. There's been plenty of times where, and that's why even in the book, like I try and say so many times, like, Hey, just so you know, this is not me like teaching at you or preaching at you or telling you what you need to do. Like, this is me literally locking arms with you saying like, let's do this together because I'm not perfect. I don't have it all together. I've had many moments of falling short and folding under pressure, you know, but in each of those moments, you're learning about, you're learning more about yourself. You're learning, you know, the reason that you folded, the reason that you failed. And then you can kind of learn from that experience and get stronger and get better. And just continuing, like you said, to surround yourself with people that are also going to lock arms with you and help you walk out, you know, your purpose and your calling, I think is so important. And so all of those things are talked about in the book. And I definitely talk a lot about, you know, my growing up life, my bachelor experience, you know, and just even the struggles and things that I face today. And I just hope that, you know, and the people that are reading this book, that they feel encouraged by that, but also like it's relatable, you know, and not just like, oh, this girl was on The Bachelor. Like, I'm not on The Bachelor. Like, that is, <laughs> it's like, no, I want them to know that the feelings and the things that I went through and experienced on that show, it might not be, you know, you're on a reality TV show, but you may be in a situation in a relationship where you're facing some serious relationship pressures, or you may be in a situation, you know, around a lot of your friends where you're being, you know, tempted to change who you are so that you can fit in or so that you can be cool or whatever it is. Like there's so many different pressures and, you know, temptations and feelings that we all face that we can relate to and just that they know that they're not alone. And so alone, so that we're just walking alongside each other together and learning and figuring it out together. (laughs) I love that visual. That's so cute because I I mean, I say the same thing with handling it. Um, I started a whole podcast around learning from other people, hearing other people's journeys and their stories and learning from that. I think it's, it's always helped me and I know it's, you know, helping others and that people can learn from other people's stories. And I always love like when people will come on and they're like, Oh, like I am not handling life well. And I'm like, that's not a thing. Like you don't handle life well or right or wrong you handle it and in whatever way works for you. And I think through that, through handling life, you find the things that you enjoy, the things that you love, um, the things that you want to do, maybe the changes you want to make. Uh, and that's sort of the process of handling it. And I love that you gave that visual of just like, you know, I'm doing this with you. <laughs> like yeah. you can learn things from me, but like, we're always learning. Right. Um, and, and I love that, you know, you shared that, but I think also you brought up 
sort of your journey on The Bachelor. And so putting yourself out there in the reality TV world, I'm curious because I think it feels like not that long ago at all. Like I was with my girlfriends watching your season <laughs> in New York. <laughs> but um, I thought you did a fantastic job of like authentically being yourself. Um, but with, you know, any sort of reality TV, your narrative can be misconstrued or people, the public, you talk about criticism you faced in the book and, um, you know, people can sort of distort your narrative. With writing the book, did you feel like this was an opportunity for you to really just lay everything out there and, you know, share and open yourself up to the world and like get a better, I guess, taking control of your narrative? Um, I would say yes and no. I would say yes in the sense of I I didn't really do hardly any press after the show. I did not talk about it. I did not like I pretty much came off the show and just like went and hid and just like lived my life. And I feel like now this is an opportunity to kind of open that back up and kind of share what it was like in that time, what I did go through, what I did face, what I did feel. And like you said, kind of tell my side of the story and kind of like share my voice because I did feel like there were definitely moments where my voice wasn't heard, whether that was, you know, for whatever reason, a lot of people just have and put like things on you and misunderstand you. And it doesn't matter what you say, they're just going to believe this thing about you. And so there were so many moments where I was like, what's the point of even trying to like explain or justify or defend like you know what, if God called me to this, he's going to defend me and sustain me through it. And I have peace in that. And so there were so many moments, like even while I was going through all of it, where I wanted to like, no, like, this is who I am. Like, this is what I believe. Like, this is my heart. Like you have it so wrong. And I just, but I had to get to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, I trust that God's got me and there's going to come a time where I can share my heart and my voice and it's going to be in the right way for the right reasons. And I feel like this is that time. And I feel like I am sharing my heart and I'm sharing things that I went through, things that I faced, things that happened, you know, things that were on camera, off camera and everything that I felt in between all of that. And so I definitely do share that. I would say no in the sense of, um, I really feel like when I had this book laid on my heart, honestly, at first, I didn't even know if I wanted to even talk about the bachelor at all. Like I was going to completely leave that out. Um, but I was like, you know, I do feel like there are so many parts of this that are relatable to so many people. And there's a lot that, you know, people do want to hear like my side and they want to hear kind of what I faced and what I walked through because it wasn't easy. And it wasn't just like, I went on a show, came off a show and like, what's up? Like now I'm writing a book. It was like, no, like there were moments where I didn't know if I was going to make it. Like I did not want to get out of bed and I lost 20 pounds. I mean, there were a lot of hard moments and I talk about all of that in the book, but I definitely didn't want this to be like a bachelor tea book. You know, I didn't want this to be, you know, just let me talk about the bachelor. Let me tell you about everything that happened on the show. Let me tell you about like, you know, this happened and this didn't happen and this was wrong and this was right. It was, it was more of like, okay, no, let me just like empower and encourage women to, to be all that they were meant to be and to realize that, that they were made on purpose and for a purpose. And I just happened to tell my bachelor story kind of throughout that to just encourage them to hopefully relate to them, um, to hopefully inspire them and just let them know that they're not alone in whatever they're facing. And so, you know, my moment was on display for millions to see, but we all have a lot of big moments that we face every single day that 
you know, millions may not see, but they matter just as much. And I want to help prepare, you know, women for those moments. I want to help prepare them for when those moments to like come that we're not just dependent on adrenaline or on feelings, but that it's so much deeper and more powerful than that. And so that was kind of my heart behind writing it. And, um, you know, I try and, and be careful when I'm talking about it, that it is, yes, I talk about the bachelor and I talk about my full experience and everything that I felt, I definitely did not hold anything back, but I also, uh, the heart behind the book is definitely, um, just to like empower and encourage and inspire and hopefully just like meet women where they're at, but help them get to where they dream to be and hope to be, and just kind of help them along that journey. Like let's walk it out together, sis. So that's, that's really the heart. So yes and no. (laughs) Well, no, I love that. And you know, one of the reasons I was like wondering sort of, I guess what your take on it was going to be is because you do, you talk about facing criticism and going on any reality TV show, you're putting your life out there literally on the line for just people to spectate. Right. Um, But it's your life at the end of the day. And I love that you really talk about in the book, you know, for women, especially using our voices, you know, and I I think too, you sort of touch base on, um, you know, how we can't control what others say about us, but we can control you know, how people perceive us and what we put out there into the world. And I think that's exactly what you were doing with this book is that, you know, people can see you on TV or on social media and say what they want to say. But at the end of the day, like you're, you know, in control of your narrative and what you're putting out there. And I mean, even taking it back to, you know, you brought up the book of Esther before earlier and just like using your voice, being courageous and like living boldly like that, I think is so wonderful. And I mean, that's what I took away from the book. And I, I, I think definitely lots of other people are going, going to as well. Yeah. Well, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. And I hope that it encouraged you and I hope it encourages um, everyone who buys it, anyone who's listening to, to this podcast too. And you know, I think that so many times we, we feel like because of things that we've done or things that we've walked through, or even our current circumstance or situation, um, and and we start to compare to other people's, we compare it to this person, this person. And, you know, I've had so many girls be like, Maddie, that's great. That's fine. But like, you don't know my situation. Like, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I face. And my hope And I just like, cause every single word that I wrote, you know, every single word that I wrote this book, like I, a lot of times I was like crying as I was writing, just literally putting myself in my reader's shoes. Like a lot of things that you've walked through, you feel so alone in it. You feel like you're the only person feeling what you're feeling, struggling with what you're struggling with. And it's so crazy because every time I put on my Instagram, you know, I'll be like, what are you struggling with today? Or what's something I can be praying for for you? thousands and thousands and thousands of people are sharing the same things. And it's like, Mm -hmm. we're all struggling with the same things here. You're not alone in that. And I just want every single person to know that like they were made so intentionally that they're not an accident. I don't care how they were brought into this world. I don't care what it looked like when they were born. Like you're not an accident. You were created on purpose with intention, with a reason in mind. And you were created for purpose to do great things, to, to be made for this moment, to make a difference, to help other people, 
to love on other people and to live a life you're proud of, to thrive along the way, not to lay your head down at night and wonder, is this all there is? Is this all, all life has to offer me? Is there more out there? Like you were made to live like there, I'm living out my more. I'm living out my made for this moment. I know that like I've been called for such a time as this. And so I just hope that this book just encourages so many, um, you know, through my story and through things that I've learned. And I try to offer a lot of practical steps because I think that there are a lot of amazing, amazing resources out there. But I know at least for me, you know, with a lot of the questions that I feel like a lot of people have asked me and have been, you know, facing and struggling with, there's so many like inspiring and hype, like moments and sermons and stories and books, but there's not a lot like of practical steps. Like, okay, this is where you're at. This is where you want to be. So how can you get there? What are the steps you need to take to get there? And so I really also tried to make this um, just very practical as well, as well as inspiring and encouraging. Like I wanted it to be practical because that's what it's all about. Like, I don't want to just be like, Hey, like you got this, like you're doing great, sweetie. Like, I'm like, no, like you need help. I need help. This is where we're at. This is where we need to be. Let's go there together. Like what steps do we need to take in order to get there? And so that was, you know, kind of just my, my heart as I was writing. And I hope that's what people take away as they're reading it. Well, I think they definitely will. And I I love that you brought that up. Like there's only one you at the end of the day and we're here in this beautiful life. So why not make the most of it? Um, And just the whole concept behind made for this moment. uh, It's such a special thing. And I, like I said, I learned so much from the book and I, I love the the ideas and the concepts you, you know, put at the forefront of it. So like, thank you for sharing your story. And I'm curious. So obviously you are prepping for this book to come out next month. Um, are there any new projects, any new things you're working on? Honestly, there's always so much going on. <laughs> there is so much going on, but I would say um, there's definitely some things that I've been working on that I haven't quite shared or announced, but for the most part, I mean, this book has been like my whole focus and energy in this season. Like you said, we're like a month away um, for this book to come out and man, I'm just like spending all of my time just getting ready for it. Um, planning, like I'm going to plan a little book signing in Dallas, like a couple of days before, and then also just a little like launch party with some of my friends and family. And so I'm just, you know, I'm just gearing up, getting ready, doing interviews, and also just spending so much time praying for every single person that's going to be reading this book. Um, I want it to be transformational and not just another book on a bookshelf. You know, I want it to, to change things and to really empower people. And so that's really been like my biggest, uh, focus right now. I'm definitely still doing some speaking, um, you know, been working on some merch. I came out with merch a little bit ago that just said like made for this moment on it, but also been working on some other like fun merch just that's more, you know, like trendy and fun and cute. So I've been working on some of that and that'll be available soon. And so, yeah, a lot of things in motion, but I would say for the most part, just, getting ready, getting ready for this book, just recorded my audio book recording. And that was fun. Ooh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't see what all you can, like, can't wait to see what all you continue to do. And, you know, you mentioned public speaking and you also work with a bunch of charities and organizations, which is wonderful because you don't have to do that, but you choose to. And I think that's great. Um, and you know, you have a lot of that on your social media pages. So I'll be leaving handles and links in the episode description for people to check that out. 
Um, but you know, <laughs> Maddie, I always like to ask before we go with this being handling it, has there been a piece of advice or a lesson that you've learned throughout your life, your career, that's really helped you handle your life? I think one of the biggest things, and you just asked me that the first thing that came to my mind, I actually said it on the bachelor, but it's been one of my favorite quotes to, to live by when life seems really hard and really tiring and really overwhelming. And I'm like, how do I do this? How do I keep going? Um, my mom would always share this quote. I didn't remember who it's by, but she would always say everything worthwhile is uphill. And it just would remind me that everything that's worth it is going to come with a fight. It's going to come with a struggle. It's going to require some sacrifice. It's going to require some discipline and it's definitely not going to always be easy. And a lot of times it might be lonely because not a lot of people like going uphill, but I, it's always going to be worth it. And so I just continue to remind myself and I would just remind those who are listening right now, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling and that you're facing right now, and you feel like you don't have the fight in you, like it's so exhausting and you're tired and you're like, when is this ever going to end? Does God even see me? Does God even care? God, where are you? Just know he sees you. He loves you. You do have this. You're not alone. You have not only God, but you have people like me and us and just everyone here, hopefully everyone listening to this podcast who we're all standing together. Like we're all in this journey together and just cheering for you and praying for you. Um, but just know like, it's going to be worth it. And you're not ever going to regret like putting in the hard work and making certain sacrifices, um, to get to where God wants you to be and to be all that God's called you to be. And so, yeah, I would say that everything worthwhile is, is uphill. And that's been something I've, I've lived by. And that's helped me a lot when I feel like I'm not always handling things the best way. <laughs> I love that's great advice I feel like listening to like Miley Cyrus is the climb that's yes, right I know that's like the song that comes that immediately I'm like immediately <laughs> singing that in my head <laughs> but it is it's such good advice you know the journey can be really rough but that end moment is is such a great thing and like we talked about earlier though we learn a lot about ourselves and we grow a lot along the way and there's a lot of little wins in the process so it's important to take those with us right exactly mm -hmm. Well, Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. And yeah, I can't wait for Made for this moment to come out. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. I so enjoyed this time and um, I just loved talking to you. You are doing amazing things and I'm thankful for just what you're doing in this podcast and how I know it's helped so many people because I know I've had many moments, like you're saying, many moments in life where I've wondered like, am I handling this the best? Like, can I keep doing this? Like I I'm struggling, I feel alone. And so I just think it's so helpful um, just for you to share your heart and your story and also to bring on so many other people um, so that we know like, man, maybe we're not alone. Maybe other people are feeling this way and struggling with this and, you know, going through this. And so I just want to commend you and thank you for what you're doing and the difference that you are making. Um, you were made for this moment and you're doing an amazing job at it. And also to every reader or not reader, every listener listening to this, um, you know, I just really hope that you just continue to be encouraged that you're not alone and that you were made for this moment that God has big plans for your life. And I'm so excited for what God has for you and just, yeah, love you. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Maddie. You're the sweetest. Thank you so much for coming on and enjoy the like last few days of summer. I can feel all coming. All right. Well, I am so happy to have had Maddie on to share her story with you all. She was such a joy to speak with, and I love the advice and messages she shared on staying true to yourself and staying strong in moments that may challenge us. 
If you'd like to learn more about the book, there's a link in the episode description for you to do so. And Maddie's social media handles are also listed for you to follow her journey on social. Thank you to Madison so much for coming on and thank you listeners so much for tuning in. As always, let me know what you thought of our episode. You can reach us on Instagram at Handling It Podcast and feel free to send us a message and let us hear your thoughts and suggestions. Stay tuned because I will see you very soon for season three, but until then, keep staying safe with everything going on in the world right now and keep handling it. I'll talk to you soon.